What's up, y'all? Hypocritical Millennial, Episode 5. I'm your host, Enzo Five Star Gentleman. What's good, y'all? We at number five right now, man. It's a special one, number five. As you know, my life number, number five, man, means a lot to me, man. Real, real special episode today. Uh, I'm going to have my son, as said earlier, Jay Dizzle. If you see my videos on my Instagram, sliding through today, man. He going to uh, come through for a segment or two. Uh, you know, just give his thoughts on, you know, Halloween and just going to the school, you know, during the pandemic. Also, we're going to jump into um, this whole body shaming thing with celebrities, man. It's crazy out there right now. Celebrities losing weight, getting shamed. You know, their priority weight, getting shamed. It's like, when is enough enough? And when is it just okay for people just to be comfortable with their bodies? Also, the great resignation right now, man. A lot of Americans are like resigning from work right now and pursuing other ventures or just looking for better conditions. Man. Are they in the right position to demand money right now during the pandemic or demand better benefits? Hmm, we'll see. And also we have can't be real life or can't be real news. We talk about news that doesn't sound like real news, man, but you know, as crazy it is, it's real. And then also make up to break up to wake up Enzo the Cupid, he gonna slide through, give his advice on a relationship that's in turmoil, man. Hypocritical Millennial, episode five, man. We gonna have a lot of fun today. Um, but before we jump into that episode, how's everybody week? Hope your week has been well. Hope it's been uh, stress-free um, and a blessing. Um, and if it has been stressful, uh, praise to you. Hopefully you get everything's in line when you need to be. You know what I mean? That's all you gotta do. Stay focused. Um, but yeah. I just want to talk about my, I had an awesome weekend. Uh, I did my uh, first MC position for my parents' 40th anniversary. And it was actually pretty dope. I got to see a lot of uh, family members who I haven't seen in a while. Uh, some friends, man, it's, it was great. You know, just to see everybody come together, especially now with everything going on. It was just awesome, man. I had a good time. I was a little nervous because like I said, I never MC'd anything before but um got a lot of positive feedback so that's what's up I, I appreciate it i'm glad you know everybody had a good time i had a good time food was great it was awesome my parents look great everybody just looked great man it was a beautiful situation man it was awesome um but also man this weekend um i don't know if anybody heard uh this whole new thing now with cops um limiting limiting traffic violations or uh, pulling people over um, they're going to stop doing that as much uh, as they used to for like minor infractions, like broken taillights um, and things of that nature. But what I felt interesting was uh, one of the scriptures was they're trying to stop, I guess, racial discrimination. I, I'm not sure, but I just thought like, you know, it is, I was, first of all, I thought it was more than just black people in Philly. And then I see multiple people with broken taillights and stuff like that. So I don't understand how, you know, that was more focused on, you know, uh, a a race thing. But I guess they're trying to say that they may pulling black folks over and they just trying to fall back on that. Uh, But I don't know about the limited infraction. Sometimes, man, you you, you know, some people, you know, just riding dirty. You just got to pull them over. Uh, I don't agree with the whole idea. But, hey, you know, they feel like this is going to, you know, better. Um... You know the relationship i guess with cops because they're not gonna be pulling people over as much um and you know people feel you know less nervous when they're driving but 
I don't know. We'll see. We'll see if this even like holds or even if this works. Who knows? But that's the new thing. I just found that weird. Um, also, sports will fast, man. Um, Eagles, they got they, you know, you know what's handed to them. But that's not the big thing, man. Zach Ertz leaving, man. Um, I know a lot of people say he's going to a team that's 5 0. You know, yeah, that's what's up. And I'm happy that he is. But, I mean, to see the emotion that he had when he was leaving, you could tell, like, he really rocked with the city. And we don't get too many people that really rock with the city or players that understand the city. So to have somebody like that who really understood the city go, you know, it, it kind of touched me in a way, man. I, I really like Zach Ertz. He really, sh- you know, showed his love for the city. He did things uh, for the city. Um, Charitable-wise, um, he was always, you know, in the city. People seen him. I seen social media. He was showing people taking pictures. Um, and he just repped Philly, man. And then he had, what, like, two of the best catches in the Super Bowl. I mean, the guy helped us win. Uh, so, I mean, I mean, best of luck to him, though. I'm glad, again, he's going to a 5-0 team. And he's probably going to kill it out there, man, with Kyler Murray. Yeah. That that whole squad added with him now, is they're going to be dangerous. So, that's what's up. Um, but Ben Simmons, man, again, I don't know if maybe I heard this, but game seven of the Hawks game last year, uh, there was some kind of report out there that a man tried to fake a positive COVID test to avoid playing game seven. Now, I don't know how true that is, but if that is, man, like, get this guy out of here. This is a guy that doesn't understand Philly, man. Like, he just doesn't want to improve his game. He doesn't want to get better. He does all these jump shots and videos, but then when it comes to the actual game, he plays timid, and that's the problem. He's not aggressive enough, but, man, I don't know. They feel like they could get him back and change him. Who knows? Who kind of over the guy? Again, I'm just rooting for a B. I just want him to get a ring because, I mean, he plays hard. He understands the city, but, I mean, we'll see. They trust the guy, so, man, whatever. But anyway, hypocritical millennial. Episode 5, we about to jump into these episodes, these topics, and we're going to get serious. We're going to have some fun. I'll highlight my son when he slide through. Let's go. Hypocritical Millennial, Episode 5. And so Foster, our gentleman here, we're going to jump into this topic, the great resignation. So check it. It's been reported back in August of 2021 that 4.3 million workers in the U.S. have quit their jobs. This was reported by the U.S. Bureau of Labor. Now, these leaves are all voluntary, um, which brought the voluntary leave up to 2.9% in August. Now, I tried to find the numbers for previous, but um, there were like numbers all over the place that so I couldn't find the exact one to compare it to, but allegedly this 2.9% is like a huge rise. Um, with some of these workers, they were leaving mainly for the coronavirus pandemic. Now, most of these jobs that people were leaving voluntary were public facing jobs. Um, they took the biggest hit in August of 2021. There was 892,000 workers in the food industry that left. There was 
721,000 in the retail industry who voluntarily left. And then between healthcare and, and social assistance, there was 534,000 who voluntarily left. Now, recent surveys in uh, September of 2021 is stating that the great resignation is uh, pretty much far from over. Um, according to the, the survey, 15% uh, 15 per, 15 of workers, they're planning to quit their jobs before 2022. Now, the reasons being, uh, which obviously a big one, um, better pay and benefits, um, that was a uh, 50% the people in the survey, new jobs and opportunities being seek, and some wanting to start their own business, 44% people in the survey said that. Um, there's another one, that, another group, they were looking for remote work, which I think a lot of people are. I mean, I mean, look at that. They don't want to deal with the pandemic in the public. That was 43%. And then the other one was just uh, finding a job more passionate or that they were more passionate about. That was like 40% um, of the group that said that. Now, I know people go out shopping and you see sometimes certain stores that are like short staff. Uh, you know, you go to Walmart, there's like 12 registers and there's only two. Well, then again, I mean, that's normal there, Never mind. That was a bad example. But I know you've been to other places like food place, McDonald's, Burger King, you know, places like that or something, or to a restaurant, you know, you go to do, you know, a credit union, you're trying to do your, you know, financial stuff, and there's not enough people, and there's a long wait, and, you know, you see people, you know, look tired and stuff like that, or even customers just frustrated with waiting. Like, it seems like that's more predominant now, so maybe there is some truth to the report. I mean, I know when I go out shopping, I notice that there are a lot of cashiers that are a lot more vocal about, you know, being like, feel like they're overworked or they're, you know what I mean? You know, they apologize because there's not enough people. And, you know, you kind of see that. Uh, I kind of now try to avoid waiting in lines and stuff because I know there's a line everywhere because it's short staff or, you know, people don't want jobs for whatever reason, you know, besides the people that's quitting, um, I know there's a good you know, number of people out there that's just lazy. They just don't want to work. So when you go out to these places, you got to deal with longer waits or things getting canceled, stuff like that. Uh, I know I had a, a couple bad experiences with a couple food spots where I tried to do online orders and my order was never done or um, they ran out of food because everybody doing online orders. And, you know, I, I had to go to corporate to try to get my money back. It's, it's crazy. So it does seem like there is a lot of people who are like, you know, just stepping away, either just quitting because they're just tired of it or just quitting because they just want better conditions. And I kind of can see where they're coming from as far as better conditions. Cause right now, I mean, you're working during the pandemic. I mean, you want some kind of compensation for that. I mean, you're still dealing with people, who, some who don't want to wear their masks and coughing everywhere. Um, you have like, you know, people in the streets, homeless, that's, that's, you know, you don't know what they have coming in with mask off, you know, you're riding a train and stuff like that. You have to deal with, you know, people coming on with no, no mask and just the, the dinginess and the, you know, and it's just nasty. It's disgusting. 
it's crazy and it's like you know you have to put up with those things or you know if you're driving there's a lot more traffic now because some people just don't want to take public transportation so now you have to deal with that frustration trying to get through traffic and then you got the crazy drivers out there who some just don't care about the rules and the laws of driving and now you have to worry about them so that adds, adds on to more frustration right before you get to work so you get that and then you see the same benefits at the same time too and you're like yo like you're working on a pandemic you know hey you know benefits ain't changing everything's just like operating the same but the world ain't the same so, I mean, I don't think the best option is to quit. I mean, unless you have a plan B and you can just up and walk away. I mean, I, I did see some people who were in um, relationships where their spouse made enough money where they could just step away. And, you know, either A, live off what they're making or B, just start focusing on what they were more passionate about. And I do see a lot of people out here with LLCs and all these businesses. I don't know if they're all legit, <laughs> but, you know, um, you know, people out here trying to, you know, switch up the game, you know, do their own thing now, focus on themselves. And to some of those that are actually doing it and be successful, congrats to you, because some of them are just fed up with everything. They're just like, you know, why, you know, put all my energy into someone else's dream when I could try to build my own? It kind of makes sense. I can see where they're coming from for that point. Um, but yeah, to act like everything is just normal now and, you know, just going every day at work, like, you know, nothing changed. I mean, that's kind of foolish. And that's how you lose people. Like at some point, like, even if it's not financially, because I mean, it's tough right now. You don't have enough people, you have no workers. But then again, like, when you do have a lot of workers, they say that it's not enough for hours. But I guess it's because the traffic. Traffic is slow. People are not coming out. Maybe that's why funds and some of these businesses, they can't, you know, compensate like that. So, you know, their employees like they used to when this first started last year. So that could be a case, too. Um, but again, like I say, just protect yourself out here and do what's best for you. If you're still out there in the field, mask up, glove up. If you feel like you're going to get the shot, get the shot. You don't feel like it, just protect yourself. Just wear a mask, man. Just look out for everybody else. Like, you know what's going on right here. Just wear your mask. There's no point in, like, fighting, pushing back. It's not 2019. It's not 2018 or 17. We're in 2021. Wear the mask. Sanitize, man. And just protect yourself. And that's it. And just do what's best for you. Become the better version of you. Whichever lane that's, that is, whichever lane it may be, you gotta put yourself first. You gotta put your health over wealth first. Cause if you don't, you can't really depend on those businesses to. There's some you just another number. So always remember, you're number one. Put yourself first. Hypocritical Millennial, Episode 5.
I'm gonna jump into this topic real fast. Um, and I, I saw it was weird online real quick about uh, body shaming. Um, when it comes to, you know, celebrities or just people in general um, that I, I find really weird. Um, to me, I don't care if you're whatever, big, skinny, small, tall, you know, whatever. There's all types of people out here that's beautiful. Everyone here is beautiful. You, you know, it's and it's so weird that we shame people for them being comfortable in their own skin. And then what happened is when some of the people who are not confident in themselves are insecure, you know, sometimes it starts to show in their presence because they start believing or feeding into those negative comments or, you know, what people say, and then their parents start to falter. And it, it's weird. And it's like, you don't know these people that's in comments, who cares what they say? You know, you're looking out for your health. You're looking out for your happiness. And it's like, you should be able to do whatever you want with your body without anybody having to shame you. Now, um, I seen one with Adele real quick where someone made a comment about she was supposed to represent all big women. They were upset and disappointed in her because she lost weight. Although she was happy with herself, which... It's key. That's the main thing. You know, you you need to be accepting of yourself. And she felt comfortable with what she did. People bashed her, said they wasn't going to listen to her music and stuff like that because they felt like she turned her back on uh, women of, um, you know, of, of large size, I guess. I, it, it was, the comment was weird, but I, I guess it was a troll. But you know how social media, they post all these things in um, the news from these comments. And some of these people actually feed into like these trolls and it's so weird. I don't understand it. Um, you have Jonah Hill who had to post something out to the public asking them to stop, you know, body shaming them because, you know, it was starting to affect them. And it's like, dang, like what happened to my body, my choice? It's funny how that only works in certain situations. Um, it, it just seems so weird to me. Um, there was a... a Another gentleman, um, I don't know if anybody remember at Prison Break, Wentworth Miller, um, he gained weight. Apparently, people were shaming him. But the reason for that was because he was going through depression. And it's kind of messed up because it's like you don't know what people go through mentally. You don't know what, you know, what physical ailments there they have that causes the body to change. Look at Chadwick Bozeman, another example. He was battling colon cancer silently. Passed away at 43. He lost a lot of weight. People was clowning him. And he silently took it. He didn't say anything. And people bashed him. He was like talking about him. And then look what happened. The fortunate thing. And that's a shame. And it's like, I don't understand. Like, even in public, like, I don't. If you proud of the way you look, Hey, do you, you know, who am I to say how you should look, what you should do with your body, it's your body, your choice. Again, like, I don't understand why we have to go around and like fat shame or skinny shame people. Um, there was a, this, this one new rapper real quick. I think her name is like Koi Lorraine or something like that. Um, people clown her because they say she's like built like a man because she's so skinny. And it's like, bro, like, what are y'all doing out here? Y'all shame people whether they, they're quote-unquote fat, you shame them if they're quote-unquote skinny, 
whether they're quote unquote in shape like Serena Williams. Some say she like shaped like built like a man. Like no, she's just a beautiful woman that's toned. She's in shape. Like these like comments and stuff. It's just so weird to me. And like sometimes you see like even people in the public that just don't want to you know be comfortable with themselves because they see how some of these people get shamed in social media. Um, Lizzo, Lizzo comfortable with herself. She gets like destroyed all the time. And I see her out there trying to work out and do, you know, what's best for her. But it's like, dang, it's like, again, when can people just be them, be comfortable with them, be comfortable in their skin? I don't know. But my thing is you shouldn't look to someone else to represent who you are. You should be that voice to represent it. And to get people to jump on. Don't look for somebody else to control their body to compensate your happiness. That doesn't make sense. We all have our own lives. We never know what we go through. Again, Chadwick Boseman, prime example. You never know what people will go through. You never, you never know why they go through these weight changes. We need to be more conscious of that. It's just sad, man, seeing things like that. But at the end of the day, you be the beacon of hope. You be the voice. Don't look for anybody else to speak up for you. And just be mindful again of what people go through. Because you never know that reason for why they go through those changes. What's up, y'all? Hypocritical Millennial. Enzo Five Star, gentleman here. Um, I got a special guest with me. Um, said his name was Jake Dizzle, but I guess he didn't like it, so he prefers just to be called Jay. Um, I got the one and only, my son, Jay. Yo, Jay, say what's, say what's up. What's up? All right, so um, how you how you feeling? How you feel about being on this podcast right now? You a little nervous? A little bit. I mean, it's, it's not, you know, it's first time, so, you know, it's all good, you know. We just gonna have some fun real quick, ask you some questions, just so people get to know you real fast, you know. I was telling about my life, number number five, and how you were born in May, so how you was a special gift to me. And since this is episode number five, you know, I figured I'd throw you on here real quick. So, we're gonna jump right into it real quick, so, you know, you don't feel too nervous. So, um, how you feel about going back to school since the pandemic? I feel like we should, we, I feel like we should be in, we feel like it was kind of nervous being in the school when the COVID, the, um, COVID's trying to go back up again, but it's fine. It's still, it feels like how it was before, except we have to wear a mask now. All right. So, um, I honestly, do you feel like, like, are a lot of students in there wearing masks or someone be like home faking and taking them off sometimes? Uh, some people take them off sometimes I, when they talk. I figured that. So, um, where do you prefer? Do you think, like, you like this better, or you prefer to, like, do, like, the hybrid class where, you know, there's only certain people go, and then the other people go later? I think we should do hybrid classes. 
Yeah, I feel like that too. It might be a little too early, but uh, we're gonna get outside to school today because I know it's the weekend. It's still Sunday, so let's just enjoy the weekend real quick. So October is Halloween coming up in a couple weeks. Um, are you are you still celebrating Halloween? Yes, I still celebrate Halloween, but I don't trick or treat anymore. But I uh, still watch like scary movies. <laughs> so you over that whole trick or treating thing right now? Yeah. Well, you just feel like you're just too old for it. <laughs> I feel like I'm a little too old for it, and like we don't really go anywhere for trick or treating that much. Yeah, I figured out. Yeah, plus there's a couple weirdos out here be doing weird stuff with candy. So speaking of candy, um, what's your favorite Halloween candy? My favorite Halloween candy is either Twix or Hershey's. Twix or Hershey? Yeah, I I, I like that too. Yeah, definitely Twix. Uh, what about the worst one? The worst one that I have, um, I can't really think of one that. I consider it the worst. Uh, I hate candy corn. Black licorice and candy corn. Ugh, that's gross, man. I, I hate it. Alright, so. Now, I know Halloween is scary in this. Um, you got any uh, any favorite uh, horror movies or scary movies? I've heard of one scary movie. It's called Us. And that was one that I really liked. I also like another one that's called Poltergeist. That's probably my favorite one. You like Poltergeist? Yeah. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I figured that would be a little bit much for you for me, you know. I like scary movies too, so I guess you got that 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 little that little side for me there. So I guess that kind of makes sense. Um, what was your favorite costume that you wore during Halloween? I wore one costume. It was like a Darth Vader costume, and I liked it because it came with a lightsaber. Ah, uh, that's dope. Um, I remember that one that you dressed like Super Mario one. That one was funny. Yeah. I like that one. <laughs> um, let me see. Do I have a favorite one? Um, I don't know if I had a favorite costume. I do remember dressing like a homeless person before, and I snuck out to go trick-or-treating with my cousins, but I got in trouble because it was a school night, and I was supposed to stay home, so that's the one I can remember. That's probably the only time I went trick-or-treating, so, yeah. But, um, do you have any, uh, uh, future scary movies that you want to see? Or no, nothing right now? Can't really think of anything right now. Ah, uh, alright, so, alright, well... Um, anything else you want to say before we uh, dip off out of this segment? Yeah, my favorite part of Halloween is I like the way, like, I like the creepy atmosphere and I like how, I like the colors of Halloween too. Me too. I got haunted house. Maybe we gotta go to haunted house. I forgot about haunted houses. We gotta do a hayride or something. Yeah, definitely mm-hmm. gotta do that, man. Yeah, I, I, I like them drones too. I just don't like the ones where they be touching me and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, you can stay away from me. You can scare me. Just don't put your hands on me. I'm all good with that. They don't need all that. But, all right, man, I enjoyed you stopping by, you know, giving a couple minutes, you know, to, you know, a couple of our, you know, fans out there who wanted to check, you know, listen, see what you was about, wanted to introduce you to them, too. So, um, that's going to wrap it up for this segment. Uh, Enzo Five-Star Gentleman, and he's not Jay Dizzle. He want to be known as Jay. We're going to holler at you. Thanks for checking in. Peace. Bye. Hypocritical Millennial now presents Makeup to Break Up to Wake Up. We try to bring relationships and turmoil together. Or at least try.
about that time. You smell that? That's love that's in the air. Enzo the Cupid is back to bring those who are hurting together. I got another anonymous letter here from a young lady who's hurting and is confused about her boyfriend who just doesn't open up to her. Here it goes. I have been dating my boyfriend for almost 16 months and our relationship has been wonderful until recently. I have been going through a hard time lately, including a disastrous move, college, and depression. It seems like we're just fading away. I find it very difficult to talk to him, especially about my problems, and he just doesn't open up to me. Our relationship is all I can think of, and it's even driven me to be jealous and suspect him of straying, and I'm not even a jealous type. I'm incredibly confused and heartbroken. I love him very much, and I do not want him to go. It breaks my heart to see our love disappearing like this. Please help. Well, Miss Anonymous, first off, you sound like you're going through a lot yourself. You seem like you just need to take some time to just figure out where you are in your life. Self-care, for instance. Um, you say you're going through a depression. What is it exactly that you're depressed about? Is it with college? Is it the disastrous move? We don't know. But if it is college, I would say take some time to study. If it's with courses, get a tutor, try to find some help to get your grades up. If it was a disastrous move, how was it disastrous? Did you lose items on the way from transferring it from one place to another? Is it at the place that you moved into? Is this as nice as what it seemed? You need to know these things. And you need to know these things too. Because there's no description of them. It sounds like it's just thoughts that just coming and going through your mind. And it's driving you crazy. So maybe you just need to take some time and take a breather. And just try to get everything in line to where you need to be. You need to find yourself first before you bring other entities in. Because that could be part of the reason why your boyfriend is, is, is so distant. Maybe you see that you're kind of, you know, consumed with yourself. Even though you say the relationship is all you think about, but he probably just sees somebody who's just stressed and maybe panicking and always just, you know, questioning him. Are you questioning him about what he's doing? Who he's with, that could be a part of the reason why he, you know, shuts down. It's all about the presentation. How you go about the questions. How you go about presenting your problems and your issues. At what point are you doing it? 
I'm gonna tell you one thing real quick. If you're trying to do it during him playing NBA 2K or Madden, I'm gonna tell you now, no chance in the world you're gonna get this man attention. So, if he's playing a video game and you wanna talk serious talk, I'm gonna give you some advice. Number one, if this is not number one, this is a key advice. Do not interrupt the man while he's playing the game. I'm just telling you now, especially if you want some solid answers, you want truth without a problem, without him shutting down maybe, then yes, wait till he's finished and then have that serious conversation. Go out to dinner, sit and talk, where it's intimate, where there's no chance of him being distracted. And just pick his mind and see just where he's at in life before you start going to those questions about what he's doing, who he's with, who he's talking to. And then maybe when you're in that intimate situation, he can now focus on what it is that's bothering you. But it's about the presentation. Sometimes you just can't dive right into the issue. And this is the case, maybe you just have to dance around it. But the first thing is first, focus on you. Get your life together. Because right now, you just sound like you have a lot going on. And you're going to school and college and you don't. That's your future. You got to get your grades up first. Relationships come and go. They do. There's a billions and there's billions of people out here. Not saying that he's not the one. But you can look into the situation like he's the end-all, be-all. You got to put you first. Put yourself first. Put your happiness first. Put your goals first. And if he see you doing that, and he's all about you, he's going to ride with you. But again, it's about the presentation. How are you presenting these things? And I'm not saying it's your fault. Maybe he's just one of the people who just don't open up. And that's the problem. If you want to be with him, then you got to find some kind of way to, A, get the message to him. In a way that he receives messages, you probably just got to tweak it a little bit from the way that you present it. You guys just got to think outside the box. But for now... Focus on you and get your situations together. Because before you start bringing another relationship or bringing, trying to work on this guy, you got to get yourself right first. If your energy ain't right, then the energy you're presenting to him is not going to be right. And he's not going to receive it in the way that you want him to receive it. Because you're not thinking clearly. Because you have all these other thoughts, all these other issues running through your mind. Put yourself first. Get all your issues in order. And then focus on them. And if he really loves you, he'll hang around. And if he doesn't, then you got your answer. But again, put you first.
And now it's time for... Hey, yo, this can't be real life. Alright, that's right. Welcome to This Can't Be Real Life or This Can't Be Real News. Where we talk about topics or news stories that don't sound like real news, but it's actually real news. So... I got this one about a Missouri woman, right? She's trying to sue Geico, but look, check what happened, right? So, Missouri woman sues after contracting an STD in a car that was insured by Geico company. The woman identified as MO in the district court files has sexual relations with a gentleman whose initials are MB. I guess they're there right now being uh discreet about their identity at the moment, I guess until the case goes public. But um, in 2017, she contracted an STD, she's claiming, while having sex with this gentleman in a 2014 Hyundai Genesis. Now, if anybody's seen the Genesis, Genesis are actually a nice automobile. Um, but 2014, I'm not so for because this is back in 2017, but Genesis are actually a pretty decent car from Hyundai. So, M.O., which is the woman, she claims M.B. never told her that he had and this this uh, sexual disease was HPV, which is, which is a genital human, and I hope I don't mess this up, papillioma virus. Yeah, I probably completely screwed that up. But just look it up, HPV, you'll see what I mean. <laughs> but um, she stated that he didn't take any steps in preventing this. And then again, never you know, told her that he actually had this. Now, Geico looked into this, right? And they investigated. And it came to the conclusion that the gentleman, MB, and the woman, MO, on three different occasions, had relations in multiple places. Now, it could have been more than that, but also through these times, he was stating that MB, the gentleman, keep up with me, said that he told her through these, you know, rendezvous that he gave her a heads up on this condition. Now, during these times, again, M.O., which is the woman, um, she realized, or not realized, but she was diagnosed in 2018, a year later, after having relations with the gentleman, that she contracted HPV. And she sent a demanding letter to Geico seeking $1 million. Yeah, she didn't send it to the gentleman. She sent it to Geico seeking $1 million. Now, Geico, of course, they alleged that their policy only covers injuries due to like car maintenance or anything else that's covered under the use of the car. So basically, they don't cover, you know, whatever rendezvous that you're doing in a parked vehicle. I hope at least this was parked and it wasn't driving while this was all going down. <laughs> so... The gentleman MB, he also has, oh, not MB, see, too many M's. MB 
Yes, that's the gentleman. He also has Geico coverage. It's, it's, it's crazy here. I can't even keep up with myself. But yes, he has Geico coverage and also M.O. But then she, M.O., the woman, she also has some kind of coverage where if Geico did cover anything in that instance, then she could get some kind of, you know, gain from it. But in this case, Geico saying, you know, we don't cover nothing like that. This has nothing to do with the vehicle. Like, you're bugging, pretty much. Like, you're tripping. So, in March of 2018, I'm assuming this is still what's going down. They it's M.O. and M.B. both entered an agreement at Jackson County, Missouri, and a circuit court, which was awarding M.O., 5.2 million, but it was limiting MB's liability to MO. So now she had to pursue recovery from Geico. Yeah, all this law stuff is crazy. I don't even understand, number one, why she's trying to get money from Geico, but whatever. And how did it jump to 5.2 million? I'm sorry. News I just really, that just threw me off. But Geico was saying that the 5.2 million judgment was a result of a collusive and non-aversal arbitration proceeding. And now they got a problem with this. So I'm guessing they're assuming that now they're in cahoots and trying to get some cash. I mean, 5.2 million now. And then why would he... MB agreed to that. I, I guess because it limited his liability with the situation. I don't know. But still, I mean, 5.2 million. I, and you know, you're going after Geico. But whatever. But anyway, long story short, um, now October 4th, which just passed, they're gonna have to, have to go now to U.S. District Court in Kansas to go and fight this now. M.O. that is. Now, the judge is stating if this all goes down, their identity is at risk. Um, they can pretty much just be exposed when this goes to public court. Now, they're trying to fight that. M.O. and B. They don't want people to know. But the judge was saying that there's so much interest in this. There's more interest than it is a risk to them. Now, I don't know if the judge understands social media, um, but yeah, they can be pretty brutal on there. And if their identity is exposed, and I want to know who they are because this story is interesting, so I want to know who they are. If I'm interested, I know there's a lot of people that are. I ain't going to go as far as like clowning them, but I'm pretty sure there's going to be a good number that do, so I can see why they're fighting this. But listen... She's seeking 5.2 million for a ridiculous case. I don't think she's gonna win. Um, and now you're putting yourself out there to get exposed. Which, in this case, if you wanna try to do something like this, it's ridiculous, it's crazy. 5.2 million and you're going after Geico. At least sue the man who, who gave you the STD. I mean, he stuck his kid in ignition was hot and fresh out the kitchen i mean it probably wasn't fresh and then y'all let it burn like usher 
don't even. By the way, what is the HPV? Is that like? I think it's like a, a itching rash or something. I think when I looked it up. So I don't know. I guess that's the burning feeling. I don't know. I don't have it. I'm glad I don't. I don't even mess around out in these streets because of stuff like this. But back to this. I mean, come on. 5.2 million. You're going after Geico. Sue the man. Sue the guy that gave it to you. Be more responsible. Wrap up. They tell you to wrap up all the time. And then you had multiple occasions where you had relations with this guy. Who who knows if you had relations to him in a state farm insured home? We don't know. Bottom line, I don't think you're going to win this. Good luck, I guess. But if you're going to go through it, just be ready, man, because they come in like sharks. Once you get exposed. 5.2 million. Trying to sue Geico. Yeah, it don't sound like it's real life, man, but apparently <laughs> it's real news. Alright y'all, that's gonna wrap it up for Hypocritical Millennial, episode number five. Enzo Five Star Gentleman here. Had a good time, man. This is a fun episode, man. I got to have my son come on. Jay Diz I mean, Freddie be called Jay. <laughs> but yeah, man, I had fun bringing him on, man. Like I said before, life number number five about change. And you know, he's born in May. Special gift to me. Uh, wanted to bring him on. This one here just felt right, felt special. Just to have him on, just to have some fun. Show him what, you know, what his dad be doing on the side, outside of just working two jobs and just driving myself insane all, every day, pretty much. <laughs> but yeah, man, I appreciate everybody checking me out. I still see those numbers jumping, man. I appreciate it. Last time I checked, man, I'm I'm about 20 away from 100 listens. Five episodes in, it's probably going to be higher at this point. But listen, man, I appreciate all y'all just checking me out. Whether you playing in the car, you playing while you're cleaning, you listen to while you want to sleep, you just have it on in the background, just playing, man. Listen, all them plays, I appreciate the love. Again, like MJB, I appreciate real love. Listen, just keep the numbers going, man. I'm going to keep trying to do my best to give y'all a good podcast, man. Like, I appreciate, like, I really do appreciate y'all, man, from the bottom of my heart. I really do. No rap. This, this, no cap, I mean. No cap for real, man. This is all just real, honestly. But um, you can check me out on Instagram, number three, NZL5TAR. Um, again, slacking on the YouTube thing. I gotta do better, man. I really do gotta do better with the videos. But I will eventually. Um, just gotta get some things right, man. Working too much. Gotta focus. But I will eventually. I'm gonna get them videos up on there jumping. That's the number three, N-Z-O-5-T-A-R, and gentlemen. That's how gentlemen exactly spelled. So, with all that being said, episode six is coming up, is on the way. Updated that coming soon. Other than that, be blessed, be free of stress, and evolve, yo. Do not dissolve, because again, that's a waste. Peace, I'm out.